0: 5th World Conference on Doping and Sport. Hello everyone, welcome to Around the Rings Radio, I'm Ed Hula. This week in Katowice, Poland, more than 1,600 delegates will gather for the 5th World Conference on Doping and Sport, an event that comes as the World Anti-Doping Agency marks its 20th anniversary. The conference is the last for WADA President Craig Reedy, who has served for the past six years. He will step down at the end of the year with Poland's Witold Banka taking over and he will be formally elected this week at the WADA conference. Reedy, IOC member in Great Britain, has been associated with WADA since its formation in 1999 and he joins us from Katowice, Poland on this edition of Around the Rings Radio to talk about the conference and his tenure at WADA. He says there's been plenty of change in the fight against doping that he's seen in the past 20 years. Um,
1: There's a greater understanding that it is one of the major threats to sport and to the integrity of sport. Uh, This is the fifth uh, uh, world conference conference Uh, And this year, believe it or not, there are 1,600 delegates from all around the world here in Katowice uh, to meet, to listen, to talk, uh, to network, uh, and hopefully to become enthused. So I don't think there's any doubt that people understand that athletes need to play true, play clean, and that there is a real sense that that is important."
0: Do you think water has played a role in increasing the 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 way doping is viewed as a as a serious threat to sport over this past two decades
1: oh very much i mean we, we were formed as a result of a sporting crisis in the a scandal in the Tour de France in 1998. If you remember, the French police intercepted the tour and examined the uh, vehicles of the coaches and the trainers and whatnot and found massive evidence of doping. And uh, the, the then president of the IRC, Juan Antonio Samos, decided that it was time that sport did something about it. Um, and the big, big move was that instead of trying to do the job themselves, Sport uh, set up an international agency called the World Anti-Doping Agency, which was a hybrid 50-50 organization between sport and governments, because governments can do things and go to places that sport cannot. So that was a real uh, step in the right direction. And when you look now, 20 years later, uh, we have in WADA 11 investigators because investigations clearly uh, play a huge role in keeping sport clean as opposed to what happened all these years ago when it was basically relied on individual testing. Uh, That's just one example.
0: So what would be the important objectives for the conference this year? Is there any particular theme or uh, there there will be a revision of the of the code and other uh business which seems to be routine for these conferences but uh what's special
1: well the the, the difference this time I think is uh I access some of the stadium today and a, a room for sixteen hundred people is um It's a bit like a football field, it's huge Uh, so there's great interest in what's happening, it's not just the code, Uh, it's now uh, a a complete uh, approval of the international standards you know we have standards on testing, we have standards on uh, laboratories uh, that kind of thing, we add two new ones this time, it's a standard on results management and it's a standard uh, on education, so we have a completely new philosophy on how we educate young people or help educate young people. Uh, and that is, uh, is is a major development. I mean, we've had an education program, but the acceleration of it to a full international standard is a step in the right direction. Uh, as an example, when we have our annual symposium in Lausanne in March, the sheila, everybody was asked, what was the most important thing do going forward. And by some distance, the answer was education. So again, I think we're on the right lines. Um, And that's exciting.
0: The role of the athlete in WADA is uh, is very important. It goes to the credibility of the organization, the relevancy of the organization. At the same time, there's pushback from some parts of the athlete community who feel that WADA is, is doing them a disservice? Uh, global athlete, for example, calling for a complete makeover of, of, of WADA. How do you read the relationship between WADA and the athletes of the world? Uh, right from the word
1: go, uh, the, uh, the executive committee of WADA, which is 10 people, five from sport and five from governments, uh, contained an athlete. There has been a, an athlete representative throughout the last 20 years on the board, uh, which used to be 30 people. There are four athletes, and they are still there. So athletes are fully, fully represented, uh, and people believe that they are but they are not represented are simply wrong. Uh, there are, on occasions, uh, disagreements within the athlete community on what, what I should do. It probably came to something on a head. Um, over the Russian scandal uh, and some athletes believed that different steps should have been taken. Uh, The athletes on the, the executive and the board and in fact the athletes on our compliance review committee all agreed and signed off to the steps that were taken in 2018, to break the logjam with with Russia. And since then, we've been able to get access to the data and the samples in the Moscow Laboratory and are currently able to pursue cases against athletes that have been cheating. So athletes are represented, have always been represented, and play a pretty major part uh, in the organisation.
0: The, the status of Russia uh, remains to be decided. That is the, the, the follow-up data that you've received from the Moscow laboratory and now analyzing that. Um, we, we should not expect a, a decision movement on that this week, or what is, what is the latest on that?
1: Well, we actually had an executive committee meeting today. The chairman of the Compliance Review Committee, Jonathan Taylor, uh, the eminent lawyer, um, uh, he told us uh, that the process that we have had uh, of examining the data from the Moscow Laboratory, when we revealed that it appeared that there were inconsistencies and that data had been uh, manipulated or deleted, uh, we asked the Russian authorities for more information. We got that information. Uh, We didn't get all of it, so we went back to them and asked for more. Uh, and only two, three days ago, we have received the answers that we needed to the questions we asked. That data is uh, highly complicated. It involves uh, forensic IT uh, experts' uh, examination. And it is currently with our experts um, somewhere in Europe. Uh, we hope to get their view uh, Within the next 10 days, uh, what will happen is that the Independent Compliance Review Committee is set up with everybody's approval to deal with compliance issues. Because if we didn't have an independent group and 50% of our members of government inevitably politics would take over, they will, I hope, uh, I'm sure, give us a recommendation. And the executive committee who are responsible will then have to meet again, uh, and deal with that recommendation. If that recommendation, and we must be very careful uh, that we do this in the spirit of fairness, openness, and due process, uh, for reasons I'll explain in a moment. Uh, then uh, it is possible that uh, the WADA executive will assert uh, non-compliance of the Russian authorities. Uh, They will have 21 days to answer. If they don't accept the assertion, then it is probable that the case will go to the Court of Arbitration for Sport. So, really, if you know that you have a case that will go to court, you have to be very, very careful that you prepare the groundwork on the basis of fairness and cooperation, and you don't do anything that will make the court appearance any more difficult. So it's taken a long time, but that's where we are. And the one thing we have to do is to do it under due process. We can't just change the rules as we go along.
0: This Russia saga has become the defining issue of your of your tenure at WADA it would seem it is the 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 big doping story of the past past few years for sure um were you expecting anything like this when you when you took this job some 6 years ago <laughs>
1: Uh, I suppose suppose the answer might have been if I'd known this was coming, I wouldn't have volunteered. Uh, I've been involved with Wana since inception way back in 1999 after sort of finance and administration, uh, and then was invited to become president of it. On the rotation principle of presidents coming from sport and then governments, uh, I'm the sub-president, but from sport, and one to come from from governments. Um, uh, you take on a job as uh, leader and president of what is an international regulator, and regulators tend to attract criticism because people. On occasions, we don't like what we do or don't like what we don't do. Uh, and I'm afraid criticism is uh, it goes with the appointment. Um, uh, uh, I wouldn't say I, I, I'm used to it. Uh, I certainly don't enjoy it, but it is part of the job and that part of the job involves you in putting together processes that stand up to investigation by anybody, uh, and you get the chance to rectify uh, the the problems. Uh, I agree with you, however, that to unearth cheating, and unearthed in many ways by a whistleblower, Uh, from uh, one of the biggest sporting countries in the world has presented huge challenges to sport, huge challenges to the anti-doping movement and in many ways uh, I could say that the anti-doping movement has come through this stronger because it understands uh, the the challenges that it faces.
0: I I imagine you must be disappointed that you maybe couldn't solve or completely settle the the, the, the Russian situation before your your term is over but what do you look at over the past six years as say one of the most satisfying parts of, of the work that you've done?
1: Okay, we started in 1999 with uh, two employees in four rooms in an office in Rosanne and we only needed two rooms so I actually sublet the other two for financial purposes. There are now 160 39 staff uh, in Montreal and four regional offices all around the world. Our budget has gone from initially somewhere around about $12 million the whole way up hopefully to between 40c 40, 40, $44 million. So we're heading in the right direction. Um, we've upgraded uh, our laboratory accreditation process. That's important. We've just finished a whole uh, exercise, taking two and a half years on improving governance, uh, independence, uh, how long people can stay in committees, all the normal kind of thing. And of course, we've got the Investigations and Intelligence Department, which runs our whistleblowing effort. So lots of things have happened. But if I was proudest of anything... I think it would be the change that we used to have, sorry, we have had, from an organisation that insisted that people had rules that were compliant with the World Anti Doping Code, and now we have a system whereby we want them to be practically and operationally compliant with the World Anti Doping Code. So we have 690, I think, signatories. looked at corrective actions and anti-doping processes across the globe of about 10,000 corrective actions. We're working our way through these. Thousands have been achieved. Uh, The whole process of anti-doping is better now than it was uh, some years ago. And I'm really happy with that. We monitor it. We audit uh, national anti-doping agencies and international federations. Uh, that's why we need more people, and that's why we need more money. But the whole process is better than it was.
0: And is there a hope that sport could eventually one day win the war against doping?
1: I'm not going to be naive enough to say that we will win anything, absolutely, because there's clear evidence over much longer than 20 years is that people are prepared to cheat uh, what evidence there is now is that more people are prepared to understand that it's a problem and to do something about it and if we can get across to the sports world that educating youngsters in some way to understand that cheating is not part of a decent sporting philosophy, then that's the way that eventually we'll get uh, close to our ultimate aims. But I'm afraid it's going to be a long battle, but I think WADA deserves much credit for what he's done in its first 20 years.
0: Well, Craig Reedy, good luck with this week's work in... And- Katowice, Poland, with the uh, 5th World Anti-Doping Conference. I'm sure it will be a big success under your hands. Well, we'll certainly try, and we've got, as I said, 1,600 people here, so
1: hopefully we're heading in the right direction, and uh, good to speak to you, Ed.
0: Craig Reedy, president of the World Anti-Doping Agency, has been our guest on this edition of Around the Rings Radio. He spoke to us from Katowice, Poland, where he's presiding over the Fifth World Conference on Doping and Sport taking place this week. I'm Ed Hula. Thanks for joining us on this edition of Around the Rings Radio. For more than 25 years, your best source of news about the Olympics is AroundTheRings.com.